Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Virus whistleblower warns US of darkest winter in modern history. Mental health crises on stranded cruise ships. And Senate committee chair steps down over FBI investigation. It's Friday, May 15. I'm Anthony Davis. Americans should brace themselves for the risk that they will suffer their darkest winter in modern history due to the ongoing federal government failures in addressing the coronavirus pandemic. A recently ousted public health official turned whistleblower warned the US Congress. Rick Bright, who was removed from his role heading a federal agency in charge of vaccines last month, told a congressional committee yesterday that as the virus continues to spread in the US, the window is closing to address this pandemic because the Trump administration still lacks a comprehensive plan to tackle COVID-19. Bright was the director of the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority for nearly four years, but was shifted from the role in April. In a whistleblower complaint, Bright has claimed he was removed after resisting pressure by the administration to make potentially harmful drugs widely available, including chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine. In his testimony to Congress, Bright wrote that science, not politics or cronyism, must lead the way to combat this deadly virus. He said his efforts to obtain early viral samples from China was met with frustration and dismissal from leaders in the Department of Health and Human Services. Bright claimed he also agitated for a greater stockpile of masks, swabs and other urgently needed medical equipment, but was met with indifference and was then sidelined. I was told that my urgings were causing a commotion and I was removed from those meetings, he said. Trump used his favoured medium of Twitter on Thursday morning to repeat his claim that he has never heard of so-called whistleblower Rick Bright. The attack was Trump's second in two days on a senior infectious disease expert. On Wednesday, he criticised Dr Anthony Fauci for warning against restarting economic activity too quickly. Fauci testified at a hearing on Tuesday that the coronavirus was still out of control in the US and rushing to reopen before numbers of new cases and deaths were on a steady decline risked serious consequences. I was surprised by his answer, Trump told reporters. To me, it's not an acceptable answer. Several deaths, a hunger strike and disturbances on board cruise ships have raised fresh concern about what crew members say is the deteriorating mental health of staff stranded aboard cruise ships still floating at sea. A worldwide standoff between cruise companies and health authorities has left approximately 100,000 crews stranded in international waters. 
Many have spent more than a month self-isolating in cabins, unable to leave, and have lost their jobs during the pandemic. On Sunday, a Ukrainian woman died after apparently jumping from the Regal Princess outside the port of Rotterdam in the Netherlands. On the Navigator of the Seas off the coast of Miami, 15 Romanian crews started a hunger strike in protest at not being able to disembark. Royal Caribbean said the strike ended after a charter flight was arranged from Barbados later this month. Many other ships remain marooned around the world. In the Philippines, Manila Bay has more than 20 cruise ships, with around 5,300 staff on board waiting for clearance to disembark. The deaths and conflicts have prompted renewed warnings about the mental health of crews stuck at sea waiting for permission to return home. A Republican U.S. senator stepped down from a key committee leadership role in Congress on Thursday after his phone was seized overnight by investigators with a warrant looking into allegations that he used private briefings as inside information to dump shares before the market plummeted over the coronavirus crisis. Senator Richard Burr of North Carolina will step aside from his post as the chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee. The majority leader, Mitch McConnell, a fellow Republican of Kentucky, announced on Thursday afternoon. Burr's phone was seized by the FBI on Wednesday night when investigators served him with a warrant at his Washington home amid an ongoing investigation into whether he engaged in insider trading. Burr previously denied that he'd kept the public in the dark about the scale of the threat of coronavirus and also denied insider trading, saying he was relying on publicly available information when he dumped stock as the pandemic hit the US. Burr and his wife sold between around $628,000 and $1.7 million in more than 30 separate transactions in late January and mid-February. Burr faced calls for his resignation when the news emerged in late March. Burr denied any impropriety and called for an ethics investigation on Capitol Hill in order to establish his innocence. Several of the stocks he and his wife sold were in companies that own hotels and followed senators receiving confidential briefings on the seriousness of the approaching pandemic, even as the public was not yet fully aware of what was about to hit the US. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please leave a review on iTunes Podcasts or Amazon. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health, and climate delivering unbiased, verified, and truthful world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery 
and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.